From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome to the big event and welcome to the intro, Heather Knight. Hey, it's good to be back. So we've completed the 49 mile scenic route, Heather. It's out in the world as we speak. How are you going to celebrate? I'm going to go eat a Beeps burger. Okay, that is on the route. You can do that. Um, I am only traveling on this route for the next, like, five years. I will not deviate <laughs> from the 49 miles. You will not interview any sources unless they meet you on the 49-mile scenic route. You are correct, Heather. This is my life. But before we go any further, I wanted to just ask you, what is the 49-mile scenic route for anybody who doesn't know? And why did we spend about 400 hours over the last <laughs> maybe six months? Probably 490 hours? Yeah, working on this. What, why, why did we do this? It was created 81 years ago as a way to get people who visited the World's Fair on Treasure Island off the island into the city to spend money. Um, we knew it was outdated. We could tell just by eyeballing it, it could stand to be improved. And so we decided we would improve this. (laughs) Yeah, and improve it in a way that um, really tried to hook onto the spirit of our whole Total SF project, which is about spending time with people, connecting with people, discovering the city, reminding yourself why you love living in the city or living in the Bay Area. And we thought this 49-mile scenic route, a reboot of it might be able to do that. What's your most memorable moment in all of this as we created this thing over the last several months? Uh, We had a fun day a couple weeks ago. We were almost done. We just had to figure out a couple last-minute turns. Um, You introduced me to Beeps Burgers. I had never been there before. Now I'm obsessed. I've already taken my kids there for lunch since then. Um, We found the Sundial in Ingleside Terraces and figured out the Glen Park little route. Then we were done. We um, finalized this over coffee in um, Bellow Cafe in Glen Park, and I was just um, messing around on Twitter while you were inputting all of these <laughs> dots into Google Maps to figure out exactly how long this was. We added all, it all up, pressed equal on my calculator on the phone, and it wasn't that far off. It was 46 point something, so we were like, thank God, yeah, <laughs> we're in the ballpark. I thought it, I seriously thought it could be 70 or like 25. Yeah, I didn't know. We had no idea. It yeah. started with a four. That was a good sign. So then we had just enough space to do what I wanted to do, which was go up to the Painted Ladies. And then we did that, and it was exactly 49. Awesome. Unlike the old route, which wasn't even accurate because it was really 46 miles. Um, We're going to go full episode. We're going to go through the route, uh, neighborhood by neighborhood. We're going to talk about some of our favorite places on the route. Um, We're going to talk about some things we really didn't want on the route and why they're not there. We're going to go through everything. But um, you can check it out now on sfchronicle.com slash totalsf. Go there. There's so much to play with. Um, pour yourself a drink. Pour yourself some coffee. Buy yourself a Beeps burger. Buy yourself a Beeps burger. That's our third Beeps plug <laughs> just in the intro. Uh, Sunday in the Culture Desk on Sunday, November 17th. 2019 it is a culture desk takeover we have like six or seven pages in the culture desk this is a day we know everybody reads it on you know on their phone or their laptop now but this is a day you want to buy the print edition of the chronicle you will not believe how beautiful the cover is it is amazing and finally go out and discover the route we really want people to go out Get this route and then spend a day, spend an afternoon. Take pictures, write what you think on um, Twitter, Instagram. Use the hashtags 49 Mile Makeover and Total SF. 
Heather, great work. Good I'm, job. I'm really proud of this. We rocked this. We rocked it. Fist bump. We're your concierge for culture in the Bay Area. I'm Peter Hartlob, and this is The Big Event. Welcome to the big event, and welcome to our 49-mile scenic route. It's finished edition, Heather Knight. (laughs) Hey, it's good to be back, and so glad we have finished this major project. What are you going to do with your time now (laughs) that we've finished the 49-mile scenic route? Train for a marathon. Train for a marathon. I'm going to build a house. (laughs) I'm not really going to train for a marathon. (laughs) I hate running, but I could. I'm not really going to build a log cabin, (laughs) but I'm going to have some more time on my hands. Although, Heather... This isn't ever really done, is it? No. This is a cool project because unlike our other one, Total Muni, it was pretty much done, you know, that night. But this has so many more iterations that we feel like we'll be working on this one way or another throughout 2020. Yeah, and we're going to talk about some events um, coming up. Uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the the podcast. I wanted to talk about how this started. Do you even remember the first time <laughs> this idea came up? Yeah, so... Um, when we finished Total Muni, you may have heard we rode every bus line in one day last year, and it was so popular we wanted to partner again on something else, but we weren't really sure what to do. And I um, remembered that it was the 80th anniversary of the Treasure Island World's Fair in um, this year, and that the 49-mile drive had been created because of that. So I mentioned, well, why don't we do something with a 49-mile drive, do it, or maybe see if we can make a better one. And you weren't too sure, right? Yeah, I mean, it was. we were bringing up a lot of things. We were thinking, do we do Total Muni 2 a year later and do it a different way? We were talking about other ideas, and this was just like one idea that came up. And I got to tell you, I wasn't totally sold on it. I didn't know how it was going to work in terms of um, some of the key elements of Total Muni, which is us suffering <laughs> in front of people and um, you know us really interacting with the community. I didn't know how that was going to work until Eric Kingsbury yeah. came along. So I knew him from political circles, um, but he uh, separately is an avid walker and knows everything about San Francisco that's ever happened. He's kind of like an encyclopedia (laughs) of all things San Francisco. And he posted on Twitter several months ago that he had walked this whole historic route in one day, and he had a pretty cool um, thread on Twitter about what it was like and all the bad things that happened to him on the way, like Poison Oak on Twin Peaks and a coyote in the Presidio. I've had anxiety (laughs) dreams about his Poison Oak on Twin Peaks. And all the blisters. So you saw that there was potential for us suffering, which you're big on. (laughs) And so I think you were more sold after you saw what he did. So we had Eric on the podcast, and he convinced us to do what he did sort of yeah he's younger than us and fitter than us and he (laughs) tried to convince us we too could walk in one day and i shot that idea down immediately but we did promise we would do the old route in one day using anything but a car so we uh, walked a lot we rode bikes we took a cable car we took muni buses you tried to get me on roller skates which went horribly awry Yeah. (laughs) yeah not your primary form of transportation (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I think we covered that pretty well, 49-mile scenic route, the big event episode. I think it was number two or three in the (laughs) 49-mile scenic route saga. Um, But that was key. We had a lot of people come out, and then it, to me, just felt right because it was like, okay, this has the same vibe. People are coming out. They're interacting with us. They're giving us a ton of feedback, and then we decided we're going to build this thing, and we built it. 
Yeah, so doing it in one day really showed us what was wrong <laughs> with the old route, yeah. and there was a lot. Basically, the whole southern section was a mess. So we knew we could improve on it, and that's what we have done. Yeah, so let's go through it. Let's. I mean, people can go check it out. It's on our um, Total SF landing page on www.sfchronicle.com. Please subscribe. And uh, we're going to say that a couple times during this episode, (laughs) but please subscribe. And you can go and you can see the route and see every little detail there. But I just want to go really quickly right now, kind of neighborhood by neighborhood. So it starts at the Chronicle and heads up toward Market Street through UN Plaza to City Hall, the point where it originally started. Yeah. And from there, we pretty much kept the route as is because we did like the northern part of um, where the 49 mile uh, drive goes currently, except we eliminated this weird um, U-turn out to the Pagoda in Japantown and back, which we thought was unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of nice things to see along there, but it's a long way to go there and back. Um, Yeah, we kept Chinatown, we kept North Beach, we kept City Lights Bookstore, and then the big one is, um, for me at least, I I initially thought this was going to be an opportunity to make it a little bit less touristy, but I loved... Going into Fisherman's Wharf and and kind of little elements of that, going by the Buena Vista, seeing more and more. Pier 39. Pier 39, the cable cars. So we kept that too. Um, Going past Fort Mason, past Marina Green, and um, past the Palace of Fine Arts to the Yoda statue. (laughs) Yes. That was one of our favorite moments of our day when we did the whole thing. 49 mile anything but drive we went to the yoda statue love that and then it um, continues through the presidio um, a jag up to fort point which is classic sf with the bridge and the fog and the surfers some days um, comes back out of the presidio a different way this was your um your great idea peter I wanted the Richmond District. I wanted more of the Richmond District. It kind of, the old route passes through It really Cliff. bypassed the whole Richmond. Yeah, I mean, in, in, in their defense, it was made before the Richmond District really had grown into this, this diverse, wonderful collection of little neighborhoods that it is now. So we visit a couple of those now. We go... Um, down Clement Street, Green Apple Books, um, a lot of like just cute little cafes. Toy Boat Dessert Cafe. Toy Boat, and then into the park. And we go into the park a different way now mm-hmm. that allows us to go by the Conservatory of Flowers, loop around to the De Young and um, Cal Academy. So we head over kind of around Stowe Lake. We mm-hmm. don't do the full lap that the <laughs> old one did, um, which I thought was kind of nice going past it on a scooter, but I don't know if I would have wanted to walk the full lap. We go by Spreckles Lake and then up into the Richmond again and by the Balboa Theater, which is, let's plug it. Let's plug it. <laughs> the next uh, Total SF movie night will be at the Balboa on December 5th. I won this um, Star Trek 4 versus Sister Act debate, and yeah. we will be showing Sister Act. I already have some people pledging to come in nun's habits. <laughs> there will be a bagpiper once again. You can buy your tickets at www.cinemasf.com slash Balboa, and Sister Act is there. You can buy the tickets. Heather, I would say that you say you won <laughs> the debate. I would say all of San Francisco lost because Star Trek Four is not playing there. But we are going to show it. We have big plans for next year. Yeah, we will, Stay tuned. We will do Star Trek Four next year. So past the Balboa, and then it kind of becomes the old route again for a little bit. We go to Land's End Lookout. We go by the Cliff House. Yep. 
strap on our roller skates, <laughs> Heather, and then... You can walk, bike, or roller skate down um, Ocean Beach and past Golden Gate Park. And then instead of going all the way around Lake Merced, we have you turn in on Terravel because Peter really wanted to get a beer at the Riptide. Yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> that's why we turn there is that I've got this thing with the Riptide and I want one cash-only bar on this route. We actually have two, I think. Um, and uh, anyway, so we go by the Riptide and head up Terravel. You can hop on a streetcar there at that point. We're kind of putting a lot of transit options mm-hmm. in here. Um, there's a California cable car transit option. Head up on not on Terravel. Not on Terravel, but you, you can take a streetcar on Terravel, um, and then up toward uh, Stern Grove. We go yeah, through, Stern through Stern Grove. Grove. And then uh, Ocean Avenue and into Ingleside. We, neither of us had ever seen the um, apparently famous, everybody knows about this except for us, <laughs> Ingleside Terrace's sundial. Yeah. Shout out Western Neighborhoods Project, which um, while we were actually, I think, heading out there, they're like, are you going to go by the giant sundial? And we're, we're like, like what? wait, what? And then David Gallagher just starts sending me all these <laughs> photos of a sundial from, you know, 1926 or we something. We now know everything there is to know about the sundial. Yeah. So the sundial's on the route. Um, yeah. Western Neighborhoods Project. They'll be happy about that. Um, and then head kind of through Ingleside. I kind of like how we detour into neighborhoods in some yeah. points. And we- you should watch out for a multicolor painted van. I've now seen it twice because after we spotted it, I took my kids on that little part of the route and we found it again. So it's clearly often parked on our 49 mile scenic route. And you say multicolored van. It is a multicolored San Francisco themed van. Yes, big SF letters, seals, water, the bridge. It it's totally like what we need to have as our own total SF van. Our next total SF negotiation that Heather and I have. We will not be asking for money. We're going to be like, we want you to buy us the van and then we'll figure it out from there. It can be a mobile podcasting station or something. Um, yeah. So buy Beeps Burgers, which uh, we've talked about at length. Um, cool little burger stand uh, right in the Ingleside Lakeview area. So after Beeps, it goes up Frida Kahlo Way, which was the recently renamed um, street change from Phelan, which had some racist uh, historical overtones. Then um, through um, Sunnyside, past the Sunnyside Conservatory, uh, up through My Hood, which is Glen Park. I told Peter that had to be on it. Shout out Destination Bakery, Bird and Beckett Bookstore, Tiger's Diner. Perch gift shop. There's there's like a squiggly line at this point <laughs> in the route where we're going by all of the places. All the that, places I like to. Yeah, go. all the places that Heather goes on a Sunday morning. I want to keep my neighborhood um, stores going, <laughs> so I'm plugging them. Okay. Please shop in Glen Park. Please shop everywhere on this route. There's so <laughs> many little indie neighborhoods and indie bookstores and and theaters, and so that's that's a that's a theme. And then we go up into. Twin Peaks, which we didn't want. Yeah. Um, voted on by the by the listeners and readers um, that we would include Twin Peaks. So we go right from Glen Park. Through the canyon. We um, go through Park and Rec's Creek to Peak Trail, which goes through the canyon and up to the top of Twin Peaks. Yeah. So. Walk it. Otherwise, your car will be broken into. <laughs> yes. Walk this whole thing if you can. Um, heading down off of Twin Peaks, we do not go into the scary Safeway that oh uh, Heather and Jessica and I... <laughs> We're still having nightmares. Yeah, that was a low point of our when we traveled the route ourselves. No, we head down Clayton Street into a really cool part of Upper Haight and Lower Haight. 
and then around um, into Alamo Park. Uh-huh. Alamo Square with the Painted Ladies. And then you had another great idea, which was to go on the Wiggle bike route. Yeah. So it follows that. Incredibly, the hate, the Castro, and the Mission were left off the original 49-mile scenic drive. So hello. I mean, yeah. some of the most famous neighborhoods worldwide were, for some reason, not on this route. Yeah, and they're here now, and we're heroes, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> we are introducing you to Haight-Ashbury, the yes. Castro, and the Mission. You may have not heard of them before. So we go down into the Castro, go down Castro Street a couple of blocks. Past the theater, Harvey Milk's camera shop, the flag. Loop around a little bit, again, go through a couple neighborhoods, and then head it toward the Mission. We go by Mission Dolores through Clarion Alley. Yeah, that was great. We we show you the murals of Clarion Alley, um, La Taqueria, Alamo Theater, um, Mitchell's Ice Cream is not far off the route. Yeah, we have the El Rio on the route going um, into La Langua. Shout out Burrito Justice. And um, and then around um, up into Bernal Heights Park, which I love. I love that this is on the route now. Yeah, so we go on Cortland, which is a great street. Also shop there. Lots of cool restaurants, bars, um, gift shops. And then up to the park, which has a famous rock. I don't know why, but for some reason, people repaint this rock every so often. When we looked at it the first time, it was an avocado. When I went back up on some more root exploration, it was a ghost for Halloween. Yeah, so um, Bernal Heights Rock is prominent on the map. And then we head down Bayshore, which there's always a problem with this route. It was a problem with the original route, how you get past 280. Mm-hmm. And it used to go down Cesar Chavez forever. Oh, and my there God. was just nothing to see. I kind of like this little Bayshore mm-hmm. um, jag over. You go by the old clam house. Um, there's a 24-hour donut shop there. <laughs> Head down Oakdale. Uh, a lot of nice churches. Again, just a little neighborhood you normally don't go in that you're going to get to walk and head over and get into the Bayview, Bayview Opera House on the route. We always wanted this on the route. Yes, it was we something knew that we were the Opera include. House was going to be on there. Yeah. So once you're at Bayview Opera House, this is another transit option. Jump on the T-3rd. Do not walk down 3rd Street for like 14, 18 blocks. Um, jump on the T-3rd, head down toward Dogpatch. Minnesota Arts Project, 1275 Minnesota. Um, head down... Illinois Street a little bit again parts of the city these are like new parts of the city I love just like walking down and seeing all these new buildings and things that I haven't seen before new San Francisco and then past the new Chase Center yeah so that as we already announced was the first addition to the route we were really torn I mean would we include it (laughs) would we not well the Warriors were like (laughs) please please please. we'll come down so we had I think the addition to the route is like the only good thing that's happened to the team so far this (laughs) season no no the the baby dubs are fun to watch Um, so yeah so Chase Center that's a growing area really love that that's on the route and then you kind of go a back way up to AT&T Park, now Oracle, Oracle Park, Park, Pac Bell Park, call Whatever it what it's you called. want. Yeah. Yeah. So you head up there and then head around. And again, a lot of it is the old route from there. We also have a lot of burgers on this route. So <laughs> the Tempest, Beeps, then you can also get a Red's Java House burger. You can basically eat burgers all day on this route. So after you've eaten your third burger of the day, you can go past the Ferry Building. And then we do not really go through the financial district anymore because we just wanted to um, get into the kind of newer financial district, Salesforce Tower, Millennium Tower, take the gondola up to Salesforce Park, walk through the park, 
come back down. So that's all a pretty new part of the city that obviously wouldn't have been on the old version. Yeah, and then SF MoMA walk through um, Yerba Buena Gardens, walk through the gardens. So many of these parks, you're walking through them. Mm-hmm. You're not, you know, in a car, so you have more options. And then you're back at the Chronicle, across the street from the Tempest for your last <laughs> burger of the day, the Box Burger at the Tempest. So I love our route. Yeah, it's heavy on burgers, bakeries, parks, bookstores. It's way more fun. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super happy about it. Um, I wanted to talk about, there's a lot of new stuff on here. Are there a couple of things that you just love that you're, can't stop thinking about them, things you love about our new route? Uh, Yeah, so you sent me out to investigate a better way of coming out of the Presidio, and I realized that the way we come out now goes right past Presidio Terraces, that crazy street where the people living there forgot to pay their taxes (laughs) for years and then the city um, apparently sent them a letter which got lost in the mail and then put the whole street up for auction and some couple from the peninsula bought it for like a penny (laughs) (laughs) it was basically selling the chronicle for weeks with these headlines and i love that now you you literally like i want people to see it on the map you take a detour and like do a lap (laughs) around their neighborhood so i don't think the um tax evaders who live on that street are going to be happy we're sending random people to walk on their exclusive cul-de-sac but we have done it yeah so they're going to have to hire another crisis communications <laughs> professional we're probably going to hear from <laughs> sam singer as soon as this podcast goes up yeah i love sam <laughs> uh, another part that you love um i love that we have clement street that's like one of my favorite streets in the whole city there's just so much to see and do there and it was really fun interviewing people who work at green apple books and toy boat dessert cafe and i spent an afternoon out there doing some really hard hitting and reporting so i'm going to talk about what i love i traveled around on my bike and that made me think different ways about different neighborhoods um there was a point toward the end where we're like well we got a mile and a half what do we do with it and it was between a few things and you wanted Alamo Square mm-hmm. and I was okay with it. Like it made sense, but I wasn't excited about it. So I went out and rode that part and I came down Clayton through hate. And then I realized it's such a bikeable part of the route and it's such a nice part of the route. I ended up walking my bike through Alamo Square, um, found this new angle of Sutro Tower that it's sort of on the opposite side of where everybody takes all their photos of the full house picnic mm-hmm. lawn and painted ladies. And then you go to the other side and there's this just majestic new view of Sutra Tower I'd never seen. And then I headed down on my bike past DeBose Park into the Castro. And I'm like, I love this. This was like sort of an accident. It was an add-on. It wasn't even what I wanted. And then it ends up being in my top five parts of this route. It's such a nice little walk. Um, We're going to be breaking these down as the year and years go on into different, um, you know, bikeable and walkable little six and seven mile chunks. That's just an area that I love. So I was super stoked about that. I think um, you mentioned Sutro Tower, that there are a lot of places on this route where we would just look up and say, oh, hey, there's Sutro Tower. (laughs) I feel like there's more spots on our route where you will see Sutro Tower than Salesforce Tower, which is rare these days. Remember when we were coming up Frida Kahlo after having our Beeps Burger, we saw it and the Big Cross on Mount Davidson together, which is like an interesting angle as well. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I I totally remember that. I remember the garbage truck 
trucks were picking up the the um, you know garbage cans and it was just like this quiet neighborhood scene people coming out in their bathrobes and there's Heather and I like stopping <laughs> the car to get a photo of Sutro Tower because we've never seen it from that part of the the, the city before so um, love that uh, good one and then I love going through the dog patch you've got all this new construction you go by Chase Center which we knew was going to be awesome um, there's a lot of things you can stop and do there it's really Instagrammable but then as I rode my bike further up there um, entering Oracle Park from the south is just lovely and there's a Willie McCovey statue I didn't even know existed on the other side of McCovey Cove. Um, the photography of Oracle Park when you're on that side coming from the south is just absolutely lovely. Um, going across the Third Street Bridge. I mean, just that whole little little path there. I think people are just absolutely going to love it. And we're talking about doing little hikes and little things. I would love to start um, some kind of event at Chase Center and then walk to the Chronicle going by AT&T Park, by Red's Java House, through Salesforce Park. That That's just one of my favorite, like, two, three miles of this route. And that part of the route is going to get a lot better in the next couple of years when the new park along Terry Francois Boulevard is done. It's in, under construction now. It's just like a pile of dirt right now, but yeah. it's going to be lovely. And they have a ferry terminal. Yes. Yay, that's big for me. Um, parts that you don't like. And this is controversial. We've got this route. We, <laughs> we love like it. it. <laughs> We're endorsing it. Discover it. Um, is there anything on it that you just look at it and go, God, I wish we didn't have to do that? Um, I like the way we come out of the Presidio um, going through the Richmond. But the one thing that we're, we lost because we did that is we're now going out on Washington Street, which is okay, but it's not the best part of the Presidio. And it used to come out past um, Land's End. Uh, past the Legion of Honor, which we had to lose. So that was a bummer. I'm with you on that. The things I don't like are Third Street and to a much, much smaller degree, Ocean, which are the two areas that I didn't feel safe on a bike. And we're even putting this in the text. I'm writing it in my stories. I want people to bike this, but I don't want them to bike the whole thing because it's not safe. Third Street is one of the least safe places to go on a bike. And to me, that's just like a small failure of this in all the other triumphs is that we couldn't find a completely bikeable 49 mile route in San Francisco. But I don't think it exists. No, I don't think it can be done. That speaks to how unsafe biking is in San Francisco and how few protected bike lanes there are and how much more the city has to do to make um, the city safe for bicyclists. Yeah. So that was what I didn't like. Um, what did you hate leaving off? What are maybe one or two things that you really wanted to get on this route and we just couldn't do it mm -hmm. in, in creating the route that we created? Well, I already said Legion of Honor, but I feel like people know that's there. And so it's not like they wouldn't go because it's not on our route. And we had both talked about how much we wanted to get Grandview Park with its mosaic tiled steps. It's uh, at the end of Noriega there. Um, absolutely lovely. We had it in there before the Twin Peaks um, mutiny. It was a <laughs> mutiny by our readers and listeners, and we had to leave that out, and I hated leaving that out. Yeah, but then we found out from um, folks at SF Travel that people who live around that neighborhood don't want it promoted any more <laughs> than it is, so we did them a favor. I, I think I have friends at Lucasfilm who might be like, really? You had to bring them by the statue? That's my work. I park my bike there. Um, 
I agree with you on Legion of Honor. That is my number one. Um, when we did this route, we went up there um, again. Western Neighborhoods Project. David Gallagher was up there with a bunch of history. Um, that's where I dropped my little board into the fountain, and um, it was just like, it's a lovely place. It should be on the route. We just couldn't do it. Yeah. We couldn't include that and really have a healthy walk through the Richmond. So that's the one that every time I look at the map, I'm going to be like, yeah, I wish we could have included mm-hmm. that. But, you know, it's not there. So, Heather, next, what we didn't hate leaving off. <laughs> oh, um, so much. There, there are things we did not want on this route. And we didn't want them on passionately. And um, yeah. So. Yes. So um, I alienated a, a good section of the city by pointing out that the old route went up uh, Lake Merced Boulevard past Harding Park Golf Course, where RVs are parked alongside of it. So it was just kind of depressing to see how much land that the public owns because it's a park and rec golf course is right next to people who cannot afford apartments in the city. Um, People did not like that I pointed that out and thought I was basically saying we should pave over all of Golden Gate Park, which I did not say. But um, that is no longer on the route, and I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind. There's, there's, I mean, it's actually, if you look at the route, it's almost like it's deliberately detouring away from every golf course in the city. (laughs) Um, I wrote that in a column, too. Um, We had the same reaction. I'm like, you know, walk around San Francisco for 49 miles and your reaction is, why are there so many golf courses in this city? Fine, send a whole new round of mail. I'm sticking (laughs) by it. Uh, I just remember as we went around, you know, Harding Park and we're going there and as you said, the RVs and then this just like endless, endless walk past a golf course. I'm just thinking like, there's like seven Heather Knight columns (laughs) over the next two years just in this. Ripping on the golf course. Just in this dynamic here. So hire your crisis communications (laughs) professional. Shout out Sam Singer. We're not backing off the golf course thing. Um, Yeah, I didn't hate leaving that off. Anything anything else, Heather? Uh, We were really glad we got rid of Cesar Chavez Boulevard. Yeah. I don't know why that was on the scenic route. It is not scenic. Yeah. It's a web of freeways. Um encampments, warehouses. Uh, We tried to bike it and it didn't feel particularly safe. Um, There's a really unclearly marked um, way to take your bike under the freeway, but it's ugly too. So yeah, goodbye Cesar Chavez. Yeah, goodbye Cesar Chavez. Um, I didn't mind leaving that off either. Now I'm sympathetic toward whoever made the map because after going and trying to do it myself, there is no good way to get um, between a couple of parts of the city, but I think we did it a little bit better um, with our Bayshore and Oakdale um, turn. Yeah. So I'm with you there. Other than that, it's perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this route's awesome. Um, so what's next? We've got some events coming up. So um, the route goes by Balboa Theater, where we have all of our Total SF movie nights, and it- we will be showing Sister Act there on December 5th. Come hang out with us, get an it-sit beer, listen to some bagpipe music. Um, and then we will be there again on J- January 11th. Tell us about that, Peter. Yeah, This is our very first um, official new 49-mile scenic route event. And we're hoping to have more of these occasionally um, that um, people can come out and hike a part of the route, maybe bike a part of the route, and then start or end in a really cool place on the route. And we're starting with the Balboa. Um, We're going to meet people at 9 a.m., weather permitting, and this is a registration type of thing. Um, it's, It's on our page at Angelo Rossi Playground. We will walk about a four mile route 
through Richmond District, through all of our Golden Gate Park route, and we're going to end up at the Balboa for the Inside Out screening at 11.30, ticketed event, buy your tickets, buy them now, this is going to sell out super quick. Very kid-friendly. We can't only show movies at night, so. No, and the hike will be kid-friendly too. Four miles, not too bad, pretty flat. It's going to be a brisk hike. And then Western Neighborhoods Project has confirmed they will come and provide some history along the way, which will be really fun. I'll bring some stuff from the Chronicle Archives. So the hike will be really interactive. It's going to be like, okay, this is our first chance after we've made the route to have fun and explore the route with some of our readers and listeners. So wrapping up, um, one thing I wanted to do is just thank our team. Um, We've had some amazing (laughs) meetings. We don't even understand what they're talking about, but they're like, "This we can do this with the map online and flyovers and this and that." There's a flyover. I I just like smile and nod. Like a flyover. That sounds good. And I'm kind of old. You know, there's (laughs) young people at these meetings, so a lot of times I don't know what they're talking about, and then I go Google it later. (laughs) But. incredible team it kept getting bigger our meetings like started out with like five people and then there were like i think there was like 17 because everybody wants in on this amazing project yeah so i just wanted to shout out our design team our graphic artist who's done some amazing map work yeah tam and and danielle and elizabeth um on our design team and evan evan's like the wizard behind a lot of this Uh, evan wagstaff on the digital team and Brittany. we're not gonna be able to name everybody but this is very (laughs) Very, very We're getting into dangerous Oscar territory where you forget to name like a key person and then it's in all the headlines the next day. Yeah, like the in memoriam when they leave like <laughs> Farrah Fawcett out or something. But um, thank you, everybody. And then thank you to the to the readers and listeners. We got so much great feedback on this. And this route ended up being, you know, their construction as much as ours. Yeah. Yeah. It's why Twin Peaks is on the map. Um, and finally, I want to thank like, you know, our our higher up editors Audrey and for letting us do this Mm -hmm. I mean the total muni thing was kind of a shock to me that they let (laughs) us do that and then we come with these projects Um, they don't really make a lot of sense when we pitch them and they sound really crazy and it doesn't sound like our normal journalism and Audrey has just this tendency to get behind it um, which which we liked a lot Uh, Kitty Kitty Morgan and features um, our editors, uh, uh, Sarah Feldberg and Emily, Emily. Fancher. Yeah. So just thank you to everybody. Um, and finally, the last thing I want to just hammer home is to subscribe. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not a Chronicle subscriber, it's a little bit less expensive than you think I'm sure it's totally worth it and it allows us to do hard-hitting journalism which you've done <laughs> a lot of um, and then fun stuff like this so sfchronicle.com slash subscribe any final words Heather I think this just reminded us that San Francisco still has a lot of awesome components to it it's kind of a mess as a whole right now but there's still a lot to love about it and we need to support all of these um, like we need to support the Chronicle we need to support all of these um, movie theaters restaurants bookstores bakeries gift shops everything else that you love you need to patronize it because it might disappear otherwise yeah I mean I think that's the lesson here it's just you know you can read the Chronicle even and, and, and read the headlines you can focus on these five or six things that are going wrong and people are really passionate about and they're important things they're things we need to discuss you write a lot of columns about them Heather I mean it's it's really important stuff it's also important to remind ourselves why it's worth it to live here mm-hmm. and that's not hard to do um, I think kind of randomly exploring the city interacting with other people 
that's a great way to do it. And that's kind of, I think, just the soul of this project. Right. Yeah. So thank you, Heather. We got thank through another you. one. Woohoo! We still like each other. <laughs> yeah, fist bump. <laughs> and uh, thank you very much for listening. Check it out on sfchronicle.com. It's the total SF page and 49 Mile, the new scenic route. You're going to like it, explore it, and let us know what you think. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you, Heather Knight, and thank you to the 49 Mile Scenic Route team at the Chronicle. Our producer today is me, Peter Hartlob. Supervising producer is King Kaufman. Executive producer is Tim O'Rourke, and our editor-in-chief is Audrey Cooper. Music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community. Read our columns and subscribe to the Chronicle at www.sfchronicle.com. Chronicle podcasts are on Apple Podcasts and other streaming services. Listen at www.sfchronicle.com slash podcasts with us.